Hey, how you doing? Maz. <laughs> What's up? Uh, hello, friends, family, people alike, maybe enemies. I don't know if Will and I have enemies at this point in our life. Oh, I totally do. Who are your enemies? I wouldn't know because they don't just go around saying I'm your enemy. I feel I feel like you can figure that out if you're in an like if you're enemies with someone. There's a guy at the gym who I think doesn't like me. Why doesn't he like you? I don't know. He just looks at me and like he looks he looks like he chews gravel. Really? Like he he looks so angry all the time and I'm he like stares at me when I'm lifting and I'm like, "Dude, stop. I'm sorry." <laughs> I don't I'm know so what I did. Sorry. No one's at home to give you a hug when you get back, bro. Yeah. I just remember the text you sent me. Like, you're like, I think I just got a text out of the blue from you. Like, I just took pre-workout. And then a next another text came in. I am now barking at people. Maybe he's just on pre-workout. <sighs> he is angry for like two hours then. Maybe he's just like, um, maybe he's like, uh, Connor Kent, Superboy, from like season one. I I always made fun of him in season one because he's always yelling and barking at people. Yeah, he the entire first season is him screaming, jumping, and getting hit through like three walls. He was like the worst character in season one. Yeah, yeah, he no, was he... so flat. He just was angry the whole time up until like the last two episodes yeah then all of a sudden he became zen by season four then he died yeah but uh so yeah those three episodes came out part two season four this week for young justice phantoms um what were your initial reactions of the first three we just chat about this in the green room but what were you thinking um the first one was kind of fine um, I didn't think there was much in the first one that like was that much game changing. I want to say um, we kind of talked about it, uh, but I, I just didn't really get like sucked in right away with Calder's story. I wanted a little bit more. The next two picked up more as it went on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out of the th- Three, the third one is the strongest though oh easily i would agree yeah um and these I, are I, I don't these are episode titles i don't remember oh i got it up right here one second mm, maybe i don't i have them um but yeah no see or episode three was definitely the strongest of the three but yeah, it's yeah. Nautical Twilight. Oh, shoot. Why doesn't it list the other ones now? <laughs> it just up. says Calderon Choose Algae. Violet Harper Cuts Vegetables. <laughs> it's Nautical Twilight, Ebb Tide, and Emergency Dive. Yeah, those three. 14, 15, and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Right now, it's like, it's okay. I like I like it. I enjoy it. I love Young Justice. Don't get me wrong. Love watching it, but you know, this is the issue with season four right now. Um, we don't know where they're going. 
Yeah, I still understand that the the whole show itself has like an overarching plot, but like they haven't really done much to build upon it besides I mean Vandal Savage's son who died in Atlantis, which we find out that he's still alive in this episode, but if it's actually his son now because we can sort of get into it now mm-hmm. where I mean, Orm or Ocean Master pulls up to Atlantis and they're having that whole peace council meeting. And he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you all. And then he's classic supervillain things. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, we locked you up. And Arthur, who is no longer Aquaman. I'm going to do my best not to call him Aquaman because Calderon is Aquaman now. I love Calderon. But um, Arthur goes to talk to his bro- his brother and he he gives a hint away that makes uh, Arthur realize that that's not actually his brother because that's Arthur never went to visit him in prison. He like went to the prison, but he never went to go talk to him and visit him the 16 years that he was there. So it's realized now that the person in the prison that they're holding is a clone and they need to find out now who this actual Aaron is that who it is? Yeah. King Aaron, the, the son of Vandal Savage. Yeah, if that's actually the true, the true King Aaron, which I don't think it is. I think it's Orm, Ocean Master. You think it's Orm? Who do you think it is? I think it's. De- I definitely think it's Aaron. Um, I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know what his motives would be and his end goals are because he doesn't share the same beliefs. I mean, from what we've seen and the story, the brief story that we had with him earlier in the season, he doesn't share the same beliefs and motives as Vandal Savage does, or no. His sister, or Vandal's other daughter, I don't remember what her Cassandra. name was. Yeah. Cassandra, yeah. They don't share the same motives and ideals, like the same radical radicalized views that Vandal has for evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Um I, I'm really interested in what they're what they're gonna do with Aaron because like I was so confused when Ocean Master pulled up because I'm like, didn't Lady Shiva totally decapitate him last season? Oh and yeah, wait, I forgot about that. Lady that's why Shiva I was so confused. Yeah, she did, and like she like decapitated him because he was watching, you know, like the super. It's like I, yeah. I think called it like the super moms meetup or the mom or the wives of all of the um, superheroes like get together with their kids like a little daycare play together like they all hang out together. Um. And like he's watching from across the street from a different house and he's going to like blow up the house. And then Lady Shiva shows up and cuts his head off. Yeah, there was a term for that um, where like they because yeah, because the light knows that they they know all their secret identities and they know who their loved ones are. And they know that if they killed them, I I think the light knows that <laughs> they're just kind of a sleek. I think they would know they know if the Justice League found out that they got killed, they'd be like the light would be public enemy number one. And I don't think people like Superman, the Flash, um, Martian Manhunter, Green Lanterns. I had does Martian Manhunter have a wife in this world? No, I guess not. Um, yeah, Superman, I'm I'm thinking of. I'm just thinking of the ones who have like one like loved ones that go there, but like the ones who do, they would not just let that happen and let their family get murdered. Yeah, no. Um, isn't Black Lightning 
one of them too. I don't. He was banging that uh one doctor chick last season. Yeah, who's actually and then, evil. And then yeah, she was she was evil, and then she was good, and then she was evil again. So yeah. I don't know, but I mean, I. Uh, I want the show to get renewed because I want to know what the overarching plot and how it's going to end. Because I know that it's building to like Dark Side, an apocalypse, and Earth War. But I want to know how it gets there. Yeah, they were going there in season three. Like they had like there was like a definite like this is what's happening. But like season four has been three character arcs, which kind of really like the only one that kind of tied to the overall story was the third one with um Zatanna. Yeah, because they're talking about is basically a Vandal Savage arc too, um, and then like this, the, the this part where like they're kind of like mixing everything because you see like Connor or Superboy who's in the Phantom Zone, I would assume. Um, where yeah, is, he's in the he's in the Phantom Zone. Where what is the Phantom Zone? So like he's so, like I think that's where from what I know it's where the Kryptonians go when they die. And like they get like since like sort of like an afterlife sort sort of a purgatory like environment, mm-hmm. and I think that's where Connor is right now. But the girl that he's with, who's part of, who fucking would have guessed that we're able to predict the name of the podcast before the episode comes out? They're part what? of the Legionnaire. Are they really? Did you miss that part? I thought they were the people of tomorrow. The people of the future. They called themselves the Legionnaire. Did they really? They did. Go back kinda, and look it up. That's kind of hype. I mean, it's basically like you and I are from the future when we predict all the Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah, but I unless if I heard her wrong, she I'm pretty sure she said we're the Legionnaire. Oh. So. Shout out to um, our people. But I don't know who the – I know she's a – one of the people tomorrow, one of the legionnaires, if I assume that, I think that's, I, I need to confirm this now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I, I assume that he's in the phantom zone and I don't know if this girl's a Kryptonian then. Yeah, I know it is. The, they are the legionnaires. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's a complete coincidence. <laughs> That is a complete coincidence. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm wondering what they're gonna do with that because, like, right now Connor's just jumping on rocks in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, he's not doing anything right now. He's just like running around, and he's I'm so confused because the first episode when he was jumping on rocks, he was um he didn't have any issues, and then the next two episodes he was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, wait a minute. Well, I mean, I don't I feel like it's just like emotionally, like mentally draining because he's like, I have been jumping forever and there's nothing like there's no end in sight. I know, but does does he like require food and like mental like does he require that type of energy? I don't know. Because he has to force himself to think to like step and like force himself to pick things up and feel to not be in his astral type of form that he's in. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of goofy. Um, I'm excited. I don't know. I want to see where that goes. Cause I wonder how they're going to get him out. Um, I don't know. Just like, 
coming back to like how we don't really know where they're going with this like there's a lot of extraneous plots right now and it's kind of distracting from the main story arc like like i like i i love halo or violet as a character but just like in like spending time with her is cool but like i'm seeing this and like the representation is great like she's talking about the faith of islam and that's awesome to hear but like there hits a point where it's just like i i I don't know where this is adding to this this overarching story and right now you're taking time like this is taking time away from stuff that could be devoted to furthering the story and like garfield logan's story about his mental health has gone on so long and like right now it's just like like where like where are they going with this is this going to tie into an overall thing like I, I don't know yeah I understand that um that they have like an end goal I, I the halo thing I'm not sure I guess I think this is more of Violet questioning herself being um Gabrielle and like Mm -hmm. living being a new person in a pre-existing body but um I just uh I don't understand the Garfield Logan thing I understand that they have like a goal with that I know with that one they have to have I I hope they have some end goal in mind with what his mental health is gonna look like by the end of the show but they're really taking their time with it and they're really making him an unlikable character which they're doing it on purpose but I'm at the point where I'm like okay, I either want more stuff that's adding to the story and progressing on. And we take like mm-hmm. X amount of episodes breaks with him. Like I don't need to keep coming back to him and keep devoting this many episodes. I know where he's at now. I've known where he's been at. Yeah. So I, I hope that we like, don't the next time we come back to Garfield, I hope it's something that is either helping him come back out of like his depression, his depressive state. Or it's progressing the story further on where like he comes back to the outsiders and he chooses to, to do something else. Now, that being said, um, they're looking like they're going to go in a different direction and they left it up in the air when the episode ended with him, or when his part ended where all team league members are required to one like mental health session with Black Canary. And uh, those never end well. Yeah, I feel like those never go well. Yeah, they they never have in the show. It looks like, but I I like to. Th- I'm gonna think that he's going to go with it, but I we'll see. Yeah, because I don't know. It'll crack into his brain just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's just I just haven't I haven't liked I haven't liked Beast Boy post Young Justice being renewed. I wasn't a big fan of him in season three. I'm not really a big fan of him in season four. I loved him in season two. He's one of the my favorite side characters in season two. Yeah, same with me. Like I, and it's not just because like he was like comic humor and everything. Like I, I enjoyed like seeing more of like his reaction with the death of his mom and sort of like coping with now who he is and being the Beast Boy. With this, though, I'm curious because I mean, Connor died and that's how he's coping with it. But it seems like I don't know. He's having a and maybe that's how he'd react worse with the death of his friend. But I mean, I I don't know. He we didn't see this type of reaction with his mom, like McGann had said. So I'm curious what else is at play here then. Yeah, yeah, I am. Which 
which isn't to say like, oh, he can't react that way to his friend's death. But I mean, no, I it's you don't want to compare two losses in his life. But I I don't know. It's just it's odd to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. For myself, I feel like if it was between losing a friend and losing my mom, I feel like I'd be like mom would definitely yeah be the one that's warranting the reaction that he's he that he's having right now Mm -hmm. and i mean like it was mcgann's fiance that she lost yeah so like and she's not she's handling it a little better than garfield is so i'm i want to they need to give a better understanding of for why he's in this state and not like oh here's the next episode where garfield is still depressed i'm like i get he's depressed but like why is he being so depressed right now we understand that it's the death of Superboy, but is there something else that's causing that for him to feel like this? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. yeah, season four right now. I enjoy like I like I like Young Justice. I will always tune in to watch more episodes, but right now it's definitely my least favorite of all of them because like I don't know what they're doing. Everybody's separated. There doesn't like the thing that was like so awesome about season one and season two, which was so freaking good, and even season three, like. I had a general idea of where, like I knew what they were doing in season one and I knew what they were doing in season two. Season three kind of was a little like, all right, I think I know what they're doing. Okay. They're doing this. And they got a little like sidetracked with all the new characters. And like this season, like we're going back to the old characters. And it's like, well, none of the old characters are together. Like then like nothing's like tying in together right now. Yeah. I season. I agree with you on that sense. Um, I was thinking about it more last night too, even while I was watching the intro, like the opening intro that they have for season four, the more I was sitting and thinking about it. Season two is the best story for it, but season one is the best just season of this show. Like if like you're really trying to like just get what the show is about season one is just the best of it because season one is just so freaking good. It's so fun. I love season one. Like the more I just sit and think about it and just like, I love the team interacting together. And like, it's like these young, like sidekick superheroes that like, is like the main focus of the show. And with this, everyone just, like you said, feels so separated and it's fun for a bit, but I mean, I like them more interacting as a team and that's the direction that I prefer. I prefer them working together as like a team and like they're doing their detective work and they're, they have all the fun action and you see like the drama that goes on among the team and everything. And I think the thing that made season one and season two stand out so much better as well is because they focus so much more on the bad guys as well. And their plot being like convoluted and like what their end goals were with this. It's like a new villain. Every time they don't really impact it that much. It feels like, I I don't know if they've drifted a lot away further away from the light. And I don't like that as much. Yeah. It seems like since, Oh, I was going to say, it just feels like since Vandal Savage took the war world, it's just him now on the war world. And like, they just disregarded everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, I don't know. It is kind of weird because Lady Shiva is still with the League of Shadows, but they're not. They did something with that. Now they're not. This whole Rachel Ghoul story where he's not a part of the light, but they're still like on good terms, but he's now rehabbing whoever uh, um, Jade, the Cheshire cat and I forget who else. And then I for honestly, I forgot like Lex Luthor. Don't know what his deal is. Haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. He's no longer the, 
UN the chairperson. Yeah, he's not the UN secretary anymore. So he's like a side piece now, which not a side piece. He's a side character now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I, wish I want the show like, to get renewed. Yeah, I do too. I want to know that the season five is coming because right now, uh, it's just it's a bummer because they need to there needs to be a focus like the focus was initially on like connor and the the people of like the legion the legionnaires like this is oh this is what we're focusing on and then we stopped focusing on it and now we're kind of coming back to it but then we're not um we've only seen dick grayson for like 20 seconds this entire season and outside of calderam he's the most interesting character well, actually, now that I think about it, I love Calderon, but I don't think he's changed since season one. No, Calderon is, I mean, season two is his, like, biggest, like... Change, yeah. But, at the like, once you find out what his motives are, he's still that good person at the end. Like, he's still, his morals and his ethics and everything hasn't changed. He's still the same leader of the team, and they sort of focus on that, where it's like, Calder, you've been the leader for so long, you need to take a break. He's like, no, I will not. My king needs my help. I'm like, I love you, bro. But like, I don't know how you do this for 10 plus years. I would have preferred because the first arc was a combination of McGann and Superboy. I would have preferred if like they kept that path going and they did like a little more like comboed like in groups of twos and like they brought them together where it's like you could get like a cool like kick ass like Zatanna and Rocket arc because I don't want to sit and watch a whole character arc for rocket if like that's what we're because she shows up in the intro like the title credits we didn't ever see rocket that much in season one we saw her for like three episodes and then by the time season two rolled around she was in the league already so you didn't really get anything else with her and like i don't know i just don't really care about the character of rocket because they never developed her that much so i think like to have four whole episodes devoted to her and like a show where it's kind of its fate is like up in the air of viewership and whether it'll be renewed or not, because I, in my eyes, I think it should be renewed, but Warner brothers doesn't always make the greatest decisions. No. Um, I just, I, I would have loved to see like, you could do like Artemis and uh, Aquaman or Artemis and Dick Grayson, or like, just like, come up with some combos for something, but I, uh, I just want to see Nightwing story arc. I just want to see Batman. I want to see, I know you want to see Batman. I just want to see Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah. Nightwing's my favorite character, but like, dude, I love Bruce Greenwood as Batman. His voice. Yeah. I'm trying to think. No, I, I mean, I remember some lines from him, but it's been so long since we've seen him that I just don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't really want to harp on Young Justice forever because I love the show. But like right now, I'm just a little. No, I'm I mean glad it, that there's more of it that's back. I love it, but I just I need a little like structure as to where we're going right now. These episodes, like, I mean, they're not bad episodes. They're fine, no. but like, I this is just me complaining about it with the concern that I could see it not being renewed. And that would bum me out because I want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that like they might be taking too many sidesteps this season 
where it's a little too risky for them to do that. But I, I'm not the creator of the show. I'm not Greg Wiseman. So if they have confidence that they think that'll get renewed from the story that they're doing, then they can keep going that way. And if my complaints then are something that doesn't sit well with me, that's just how I feel. But I mean, I still love the show overall. I just, I need a little more. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess transitioningly, speaking of a little more, holy man, did Marvel put out a banger of a show in Moon Knight? They finally did something new. Yeah, they like something that's like legitimately interesting to watch. It's original and new. Yeah, it's not like, oh my God. Moon Knight episode one. It was so good. It was very, it was very, 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 very good. I watch it and like, I was, oh my God. Okay. So Oscar Isaac is so phenomenal. That guy can do it all. I can literally do it all. It was so good. Just watching him throughout the episode watching. I mean, like the, the, the selling point for me was like when he gets back Okay, actually, no, I just, the selling point for me actually was when I, when I found out that I was going to love the show, it wasn't after the first bit where Ethan Hawke's character starts walking on glass. Yeah, that was like, I was like, what the hell is going on? No, for me, it was when we woke up and we were in Stephen Grant's room and the music started playing. Yeah. Um, what, what's the song? Um, it's like, I wake wake up every morning. Before no, you go go. Oh my god! Oh, that was on the mountain when they're. That was on the mountain, dude. That one is insane too. We'll get we'll get to the mountain scene because I got issues with that. But um, dude, this this yeah, the song choices in this were very meta. Christine, um, I let me look up the song here. I'm gonna go back to the. Oh yeah, I... but um, you know yeah, Moon Knight is really good. Like if you're looking for like an interesting show to watch, that's like. New, like you don't need to know anything about the character of Moon Knight. Like I don't really know anything about the character of Moon Knight until I turn this show on. And wow, is he interesting? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love the idea of like him not having like he suffers from a dissociative identity disorder, and you see him like phasing in and out of those personalities, and like we're only seeing it from the perspective of Stephen Grant, and you don't see him in the perspective like of Mark Spector, who is the moon Knight, It looks like I, cause when it first starts and he's, Oh, being a Ben Stiller night guard night at the museum type of person. Yeah. It, it was, it was funny. <laughs> and I loved how the, uh, the lady rolls up to him. She's like, we're still getting steak tomorrow night. Right. And he looks at her. Yeah. Tomorrow night we're getting steak. Mm hmm. And then he goes to bed and he wakes up in this field, <laughs> like in the mountain range. He's not in London anymore. And he's like laying in this grass. And I was like, oh, this must be like one of his dream sequences because he's trying to fall asleep because it looks like he was suffering from insomnia as well. That he couldn't mm-hmm. fall asleep at all. Yeah. Well, because he's always awake. He thinks he's falling asleep, but it's really this other guy running around in his body. <laughs> exactly so he wakes up and then people are chasing him and he when he's phasing in and out of the personalities they do it in such a great way 
It's like oh, dirt, dirt, cut, and then it comes back, and he's got blood all over his hands. Dude, when he f- comes to in the mountains, he's like, his jaws dislocated. He's like, oh, yeah, that was insane. I was like, oh, that looks so brutal and gross. But like you had said, when the, you see the mystic, the mystical magic stuff going on with um, I don't, I don't remember what Ethan Hawke's character. I want to say his name, his character's name was Arthur or something. I need to confirm this. I have no clue. I just, I I just see Ethan Hawke. I know. <laughs> it is Arthur. It's Arthur Harrow. Um, he's got the the weighted scales on his arm, and it's determining if people are good or bad. Sort of. Um. Oh my gosh! When they found out that he had taken some relic that these people wanted because they worship some Egyptian god that I don't remember the name of off the top of my head. They're trying to get it back. The narrator's voice for the person who controls like Mark Spector or like the Moon Knight persona type of character that he has. The, the narrator for the control. Oh my God. It was such an interesting narration. I was like, I love the voice of this. And when he is phasing out and then he wakes back up after those people are trying to take the relic back from him and he wakes up with blood on his hands and these people are just dead next to him. Oh my God. It was so... I can't praise it enough. Like it was just so encaptivating is like the word I would use to describe it. It was such an encaptivating episode. I think it's just start captivating. To There's no such thing as encaptivating. Cap. Encapsulation. Yes. Encaptivating. To captivate. Whatever. That's, that's right. All right. All right. All right. I'll give it to you. Yeah. I know my words. I was concerned there. <laughs> it was so encaptivating, though. I like I I I really couldn't take my screen. I I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I loved it from start to finish. I I think there were so many great things. Um, but while we're talking about the mountain range thing, so there's one complaint oh. that I have about it, and everyone who watched the episode, I think, has the same complaint. The CGI, bro. They gotta like Marvel's gotta get a handle on their overuse of CGI. Like I almost stopped. I didn't almost stop watching. I wanted to, but I was so interested in him phasing in and out in between personas that I needed to keep watching. But the CGI when he is in this mountain chase with the the guys chasing after him for the scarab was so horrendously bad. I was like, this. I I was like, I can't wait for the sequence to be over. Yeah, no, it was not their strongest CGI at all. It's just, uh, this is like my issue with Mar- like, this is like I come back to like everything in Marvel's on a freaking green screen, like everything. That's what Spider-Man No Way Home was. It's just one big freaking green screen. It's like, geez, Louise. Yeah, there's these poor, CGI- VFX, these poor VFX dudes are just like hounding away at their desktops yeah it was definitely at its weakest point here um unfortunately but that being said i think it was only that one part where it was like really really bad and it granted that part lasted for like four to five minutes Mm -hmm. that being said though the rest of it i think was very solid but i think i've i've seen this before and I think it that's part of the reason why it was so bad is you never really see 
like studios do like visual effects heavy scenes when like the setting of the story takes place during the day because i've i've seen that it's harder to hide like just the visual effects itself and like the computer generated images that you're creating when it's a daytime setting compared to a nighttime setting where you can use like clouds and like sort of different types of cover throughout the story to make it look like it's not as fake as a daytime mm-hmm. setting would where it's like this it's is dark cle- yeah, we can't yeah. see it all you can like clearly light and see everything during a daytime so that might be part of the reason as well or they just clearly didn't give them like enough time or budget for what they wanted to do mm-hmm. but um yeah because i don't know i think about the vfx the difference between like, because they're both owned by disney like lucasfilm and star wars like mandalorian boba fett's vfx miles above anything i've seen on these star wars shows except or, um, for boba Marvel fett shows boba fett had its low points yeah what at what point are you referring to Oh, the, the last episode? Yeah, that shit was pretty rough. Um, yeah, there's just bits of Boba Fett that I'm sitting and thinking about where it's like, it just wasn't great through and through. Yeah. Mando, yeah, was, Mando was great through and through. Mando yeah. had like rock solid visual effects. I like I you couldn't even really tell that. So I thought I was, was flying through in the Razor Crest through a valley. It was I. I yeah, I actually can't think of like a really bad CG shot, but um, with this, it, it was very apparent. But when like you cut back to then Mark, he phases out again and he wakes up in his bed and um, he's like, oh, it was just all a dream. And his goldfish grows back another fin. And he's wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This fin was not here yesterday. And you start to realize that all these things are actually happening to him and he's not dreaming them. That's all real. And it's turning out to be that he has multiple personas. Like he is like a dissociative yeah. identity disorder. It's uh it it's it locks me in, dude. I don't know. It was so engaging. Yeah, I, w- I had to go on YouTube and, like, watch videos on dissociative identity disorder for, on, like, other people. Like, if this actually, like, happens, like, it does happen. People, like, I saw this one. This chick has, like, 17 or 10 different personas. Well, it's, like, split. But, I was going to say, yeah. But um, this one lady, like, lives with this. She has, like, they're all different ages. They're, like, different parts of her person. It's just, it's wild. I was like, I did not know this was such a thing. It's basically, like, Gollum, I guess. I mean, Gollum it's, has dissociative identity disorder. It's similar to it, yeah. I mean, you see how, because, so at the end of the episode, you have that uh, Egyptian sort of dog-like animal that's chasing Stephen throughout the museum. And I just sit there and I think there's like, there's beta male Stephen Grant who's like, oh, I'm scared. I can't do anything. And then like, he ends up in the bathroom. You got fucking Giga Chad, Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look at me. You're not going to die give me the body yeah (laughs) like just rolls through and he turns into moon knight and just absolutely demolishes the hell out of that creature that was chasing him oh my god it was so good Mm -hmm. yeah it was yeah it was prime marvel storytelling like i like this i'm gonna be honest this has been like out of like the last year of marvel content this has been the first thing to like kick off 
and like movies, TVs, TV shows. This has been the first Marvel content since like Infinity War that like really peaked and engaged my attention, like from the start. You are. I feel like you are all in on Spider-Man three, though. Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. But like I was going into Spider-Man No Way Home like. I already knew a lot of the stuff that was going to happen along with like a lot of the other people. So I was kind of like, I feel like I have an idea for how this movie is going to go out. Like I still like loved it, but this just feels different. Like it feels new and fresh to me. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. really go in. I was going into moon Knight, the trailer that they had for it, where they did day and night and over the like visuals and everything. That was a hype trailer, but I was not expecting it to be this strong. I was kind of thinking, Oh, it's going to be another, Oh, it's a moon night. Ha ha. Marvel joke. Like there wasn't ever really like any major to me. It didn't feel like they were like making the classic Marvel jokes. There might've been like one or two and I just kind of brushed it off, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like the typical Ralph Boner. Oh my God. I hate like whoever made the decision about Ralph Boner. You and I are not friends. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I guess that's, and there's only two we'll keep it to Disney plus shows. There's only been one other moment on the Disney plus shows where like I've had my jaw dropped over how amazing the story has been. And the only other time is when John Walker absolutely murders that person in Falcon and the winter soldier. Yeah. That was insane. Like, I guess I'll go back and change that. But then the rest of it, like Hawkeye, eh, what if, eh, WandaVision, I love WandaVision all through and through, but it wasn't like there wasn't ever a point where I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. What's happening right now? Yeah. It's been this episode and the John Walker, but this is the strongest opening for any Marvel Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do next week. There's going to be a lot of blood in the show, bro. <laughs> I know. And that's what makes me excited because they finally put on like that age restriction where it's like, are you comfortable watching this type of violent content or whatever i'm like thank goodness yeah dude the people who like were like the i get like parents like oh disney plus is for kids like dude set a passcode set a pin they can't see it but it's a disney plus kids yes like what why is this such a problem yeah i didn't understand i don't really understand that either because i know people are concerned they're like oh they're putting on daredevil and jessica jones and luke cage should we tell deadpool shows up dummies (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's going to be not good. Oh, my God, dude. I remember. Did you and I go see Deadpool together and like these kids came into the theater and you and I are like there in for a long movie. I think they I left. Thought, I don't remember. That might have been you and Cole. I don't remember who I went with, but I just remember kids showing up and I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. Those poor children. Those... It's a Marvel movie, so we can go watch it. No. Nope. That's oh no! I think you said you were going to see the Batman with someone. Well, there is something out that kids are going in to see the Batman. I'm like, oh geez, they're going to be traumatized the, for the rest of their life. Yeah, see the opening scene and be like, oh, yeah, not good. Yeah, dude. If I was a little kid and I saw the opening scene of the Batman of the Riddler, like just showing up behind him, I'd have had nightmares for like a month. <laughs> I saw. Um, I saw this meme on tiktok where this uh person had made a video and it's like marvel fans when um the the riddler doesn't make a silly joke when he's standing behind the mayor like oh i'm right behind you 
kind of calling them out. God. Or like it was t- um. I actually i I want to let you keep talking here because we're talking about the Batman. <laughs> I saw someone make a complaint about the Batman, and I want to listen to it and talk about it briefly on here. Okay, let's do that. It's like a brief. Uh, someone just like had done a ma- minor complaints about it. I need to find this though. I know I have it saved. At least I hope I have it saved here. Um, let me let me take a look. In the meantime, while I'm talking, Attack on Titan ends this Sunday. I'm hyped. Forever. Um, I think until they make a movie or season four, part three. I wow. sound like such a weeb now, but uh, there's still like eight chapters left in the manga and they are only at like chapter 130 in the manga. So 130? Yeah, there's 138 chapters in the manga uh-huh. and they're at chapter 130 right now with the episode that's coming out and they can't like there's so much that's happened in the story that they can't finish it. Okay, I found the, the video. Give me just a second. Um, yeah, but, um, anyways, while Will's looking for his thing, he, I I have got, I think it's been every day since Monday this week, he has sent me the video of, um, the penguin or the, of commissioner Gordon screaming at the penguin when they figure out El Rata Allah, he's like, open your eyes. Are you El Rata Alada? El Rata Alada? What is it? The worst Spanish I ever heard? Oh my God. Yeah. That scene is really good people don't like that scene um i mean i like i can kind of get why they wouldn't like it because like, oh it's dumb you are l rotolato they're gonna go online like yeah 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 whatever get over it yeah grow up who doesn't like el rotolato that scene is of- hilarious i love when gordon yells at him yeah that's you just keep like you know like i like it when commissioner gordon screams at him open like, your eyes i'm like i just like when oz is being oz <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, the complaint that the person I don't know why I was thinking of this, the complaint that I saw the person say was um uh the Batman movie isn't fun, there aren't any jokes in it, and there isn't even a post credit scene. And this person was serious about it. You see how do you know they're serious? Because they went on and posted like a long thread of like why they just were like, This is how it doesn't compare to Marvel movies. And this is why I don't like it. Excuse me. Sorry. Yuck. I I read that though and I was like, bro, you gotta be huffing glue. <laughs> bro, you gotta be huffing glue. I was, I just, I, it's fine if you don't like the Batman. That's totally fine. But you can't sit there and be like, it doesn't have a post credit scene. It's not fun. There's not any jokes in it. It's like, that's not what the movie's supposed to be. Not so every, did you watch the trailer? I, I like... All superhero movies, contrary to popular belief, superhero movies had existed before the MCU came into play. Yeah, i.e. Batman Begins. Uh-huh, and even like The Dark Knight, I want to say. It was around the same time. I When did Iron Man release? It was like 08, I want to say. In, I want to say it was in like May. Uh, yeah, 2008. Yeah. When did uh, The Dark Knight? It might have been June. 2008. Da, 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 da. What day? What day? July 18th. Uh, let me go back to Iron Man. Iron Man was like May 8th or something. Yeah. 
So, Iron Man movie. <sighs> Google. Yeah, May. So, yeah. same time frame. But those are, yeah, those are so close enough where it's like, it doesn't impact. You could not find gonna... two completely different superhero movies in the same year. But I saw that and I was just, I saw the video. I was like, dude, you can't be sitting here saying this right now. No. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, I know everyone like kind of ripped on Scorsese for being like, Marvel movies aren't cinema. Da, 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 da. And it was like, no, they're not. And then like everybody watched the Batman and then we're like, oh, yeah. They kind of are just like now that like when I heard that and I watched like the Batman, which was like a legitimate like, I don't know. I was like Marvel movies are like a theme park ride, which isn't a bad thing again. Like, no, like that's a bad thing. It's like, no, I I like being on the roller coaster of Marvel. I think it's fun. It's just when you're on the roller coaster 24, 7, 365, it gets a little old. Yeah, it's like not everything can be like quirky ass humor and like just dumb goofy statements it's like i need a little bur- i need a different thing happening i don't need to be like oh, hey oh, so uh clear the landing zone i'm gonna scare the shit out of ant-man down here <laughs> i just i really think that after endgame well after far from home i think far from home was like a fine like recap post endgame I think Marvel really should have taken a break until like this year until they started making movies again or something, or like they should have waited until 2023 when they decided to change the timeline and everything. Cause now the whole timeline's like, we're almost at 2023, but like all the current stuff is taking place in the year 2023. It seems like. Yeah. Well, so. they've made um Dr. Strange, like the new through line of the MCU. I think that's what Feige said. Bro, that movie is going to stink. You think that movie's going to stink? You want to know why? The movie comes out in like a month and four days. They are still doing reshoots. They are? The last I read, like less than like a week ago, they were still doing reshoots for the movie. What? I did not hear. Doctor Strange 2 reshoots. Marvel reportedly refilmed most of Doctor Strange 2. A month ago. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's not good. It's concerning to see that because, like, the way that this movie was pitched, the way that this movie was pitched at Investor's Day two years ago or a year ago, it was they were saying that Doctor Strange 2 was going to be a horror movie. It was going to be a Sam Raimi who started out as a horror film director. This movie has now gone on to take the role of nostalgic cameo film festival. And that's all the reports and rumors are. It's like Patrick Stewart shows up. Will we see Hugh Jackman? Will we see Tom Cruise actually playing Iron Man? Will we see this person, this person, this person, this person? Um, I was listening to the big thing, Christian Harloff's podcast, and he had this guy on, I forgot who it was, but the guy was like, everything you've heard about Dr. Strange too. Like, cause I think he has insiders, like he has, like, someone has an insider no- knowledge on the movie and like, it's reputable. It's not like a trust me, bro source. Was like, it John Campio? Like, no, it's not John Campio. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to leak all these images now and be like, oh, I didn't know they were real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. I never thought I'd say this on the internet, but look at Toby's dick. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, John. God. 
Anyways, no, but he's like everything you've heard about like people who might be in Doctor Strange too. They're, they're in probably they're they're it's 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 probably true. Like yeah, and so, like that's that's just the thing now is be- and that makes me mad. It's because these things are getting leaked and it's predictable for what's happening. And that's what makes Moon Knight so great is because Moon Knight wasn't predictable. It was like kind of a dark horse that rolled out. Doctor Strange 2. Look, I know I'm the like one of the few people who's saying this, but I think this movie is going to be bad. Like, I do not think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be worse than the first one. And the first one isn't even that bad of a movie. It's, it's fine. fine. It's like a it's a phase one through like two slash three Marvel movie. I guess it's, three. Yeah, well, no, but like it follows like that same format for like the yeah. first it like the the Infinity Saga. That's what it's called. It's an Infinity Saga origin story. Like it's it's fine for what it does. I don't mind the movie at all. It's like a middle of the pack Marvel film for me. They're still reshooting and I feel like they're concerned on now. Oh, fans point your snap your finger point at the screen. I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. I'm like, yeah. I don't. I I want a movie. I want to see something. Yeah, that's and this is where it comes back to the, this is like a circular argument like it's a theme park ride. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't want to be on it 24/7 365. Yeah, just got they, out of No Way Home, which was a great theme park ride. I have a you know I guess we didn't plan on doing this, but let's go through the list of who we think like like without a shadow like who you think is going to have a cameo in this film so at the top of the list obviously Pat- sir patrick stewart's already confirmed yeah um tom cruise yeah or nay probably yeah i'm gonna say yes to tom cruise hugh jackman no i don't think so either i think, I don't he, think Hugh jackman would, i think logan was too emotional of an ending for him to come back yeah unless they dude I don't understand how they have the budget to back, like to afford like Tom, Tom Cruise and Patrick Stewart right there. That's a lot of money. They have so much money. They have like 10 of the, like, if you look at like the top grossing films of all time, they probably have like three of the spots four of the spots. Yeah. But, um, okay. So Hugh Jackman, no John Krasinski as fan as Reed or, I'm not maybe not John Krasinski, but it's either him or the Reed Richards. Do you think we will see Reed Richards? Probably. I think so too. I don't know if it's going to be that guy who played him back in the, like the old fantastic four movie, like from when like we were 2004. Yeah. It's There's either even gonna, older ones before that too. So we got to be careful with what we say. <laughs> yeah. The one from that guy, that, I don't know. Or Jessica that, Alba. Yeah, the guy who they cast is Reed Richards. I feel like kind of did like he looked a lot like Reed Richards. <laughs> he did. No, he was a good Reed Richards too. He was never a bad actor. Do you th- and uh, okay, so Reed Richards, yes. Johnny Storm. Chris Evans Johnny Storm. Probably. I think so too. <laughs> um Victor Von Doom. No. Okay. Where the freak are they going to introduce Victor Von Doom? The, okay, something that will pull me back into these MCU movies is like they Doctor introduce Doom. Really, yeah, Doctor Doom is going to bring me back or like the more X-Men. I can't do this whole like cameo greatest tours, like greatest hits tour. But regardless. Um, all right, I'm running out of people. You're going to have to help me out here. Deadpool. Um, Deadpool. I think we're going to see Deadpool. 
I do too. There's there was a lot of uh, speculation a while back of w- whether he would show up or not. Um, I think it was like Ryan Reynolds is being very coy with the interview. I think he's going to be in it. Um, it's okay. Ryan Reynolds is probably a lock. Tobey uh, Maguire. Oh, definitely. It's Sam. It's a Sam Raimi movie. I wouldn't be surprised if like they didn't try. Even mm-hmm. like even like a quick like oh we just bounced through realities and Tobey Maguire Spider Man is somewhere there like I I couldn't see them I maybe if they do a lot of like stuff with him but I would be surprised if they had him in it for a lot. Um, Ultron. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen the we've seen those Ultron bots. Well, like we've seen the Ultron bots. So, which kind of Ultron are you talking about now? It's is it like Superior Iron Man Ultron, or is it like it's? We're gonna see Superior Iron Man for sure. That's the Tom Cruise. I think we'll see. Hmm. Um. Who else is a part of the Illuminati? Oh gosh! So the Illuminati consists of Namor, Black Bolt, uh, Professor X, Reed Richards, Doctor Strange. Um, and then there's a Black Panther. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're going to do Black Panther yet. I don't think they'll touch a Black Panther variant. I hope not. I, I really I think we'll hope see. Not. Yeah, I know. I hope not either. And I mean, there's already been Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever has been in production hell. They just finished just finished filming like the regular production for it. So. Yeah. Um. There's another big like question of whether or not Loki will show up. Oh, they ha- he has to. He was the one who ripped the multiverse first, right? Well, it's a big question on who rips the multiverse first because apparently Wanda might have done it in WandaVision when like she first accesses her um, dark magic, like Scarlet Witch powers. Chaos magic. Then it's, yeah. So I, that's a big question as well. Um the girl who's playing America Chavez, Sochi Gomez, like I, the only thing I know about America Chavez's character is that like she has the ability to open up multiverse dimensions. So when you have a superhero who has the ability to do that, I think it keeps a lot of people on the table. Unfortunately, <laughs> I say, unfortunately in the sense where it's like, I just get concerned that there's going to be too many cameos. What if there was a, um, a cameo. Oh God, who's the original um, War Machine? Terrence um, Rowe or um, what's the actor's name? Terrence no, T- Terrence Howard. Terrence Terrence Howard. What do you mean? What if we saw Terrence Howard? Oh Lord, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I don't think he ever wants to come back. Um, do you think we'll see? Well, okay, so you. People also are curious on which on if we'll see like the young X Men though too. Um, yeah, I think we'll see Michael Fassbender Magneto. Really? I yeah. I think I we'll see why. young Charles. Uh, yeah, but like we already have Sir Patrick Stewart, so like I feel like, like oh my god, it's gonna be Sir Ian McKellen, and I feel like they're gonna pull a fast one and be like, it's Michael Fassbender. They're both getting. I mean, well, shit. Patrick Stewart's still filming Picard. Yeah, that man. Is, <laughs> I don't know how he's doing that. That dude's 
still kicking it in his there's uh, so Star Trek shows out. Yeah, there's you like were, a lot. There's a lot of prequel shows. Like there's a new one coming out too that kind of looked interesting that I kind of wanted to watch, but I don't have Paramount Plus like or the money to pay for that right now. Um, yeah, there's a there's a new Halo show on there too. Yeah, I heard that's all right if you haven't played the video games. Yeah, Ian McKellen is 82. Um, there's another. Sorry, this is still going back to it. People also think that Wesley Snipes is going to come back as Blade. Because Mark Shopley is good. Yeah, but they made a movie. You remember they made Blade back in like the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. And I. (laughs) This is going to sound bad, but this movie kind of feels like corporate Disney conglomerate, like all these separate properties, and they're like bringing them all into one. And it feels like we're watching like a business world like unfold like in a movie. Yeah, it's like who gets rehired in their positions or who gets let go for corporate restructuring. Yeah, it's kind of just like Disney was like acquiring Marvel Studios. They acquired Lucasfilm. Now they've acquired Fox and they've acquired like all these other type of studios. It feels like Doctor Strange, like the MCU is like, we're acquiring the Fox universe. Now we're acquiring like this universe and we're acquiring the Sony universe and this one and this one. It's like, it just feels like it's all becoming like one big conglomerate where they all just like own the entire planet. What if um, Doctor Strange 2 is actually just like a job interview for all of the, they literally have every single actor that's been in every single MCU movie and it's based on, they have microphones in every single um, theater and it's like, who gets the loudest cheer gets to be the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John Krasinski, the old Reed Richards got a higher, uh, got a louder chant than you, so you're not going to get hired. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Michael Fassbender. Ian McKellen is not going to continue being Magneto. Um, this is continuing with it. People think that, um, I don't remember her name is, but the actress who plays Peggy Carter will be Captain Carter. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel, I feel like we're going to see everybody from, um, what if I think, oh, then they, they will touch on a Black Panther variant. I think they will see who's the, what was Michael, the Michael B. Jordan, Michael, Michael J. Fox, Michael, <laughs> Marty McFly shows up in this. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no michael v jordan yeah he he'll probably show up um who else was in what if um chris hemsworth says eh, maybe nah um well we already know evil dr strange is gonna be here the watcher what do you think probably oh yeah it'll uh, be the um what's his name gordon the actor yeah jeffrey Wright. right right yeah, Jeffrey Wright. We'll see Jeffrey Wright voicing the Watcher. Maybe he'll say Olrata a lot. <laughs> yeah, he'll oh, look wait, at wrong story. He'll look at Doctor Strange and be like, "Are you Olrata?" If if they say <laughs> wrong story, if they make that, I'm gonna fucking walk out of the theater. I don't think they could do that like legally. I think that's like copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, I, who knows? Um, oh shoot, there was something I wanted to ask you relating to something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm forgetting now, but yeah. Okay. This, there's a lot of rumored characters for like there's still then like the Loki and TVA, Mobius and Sylvie showing up, which I mean possibly I know that they're probably filming season two of Loki here coming up soon, if not already. Um What about Kang? I don't know. Probably. I mean like Kang is talking about how he's like Kang was basically the big dog in each dimension and how he 
was like his goal. At least the um, I don't remember what the good Kang's name is, but the one who Immortus. Was his name the one who remains Immortus? Yeah, Immortus. Yeah, Immortus. I think um, he was the one who sort of like painted the picture. It's like I'm the one who was able to stop them from like absolutely decimating other universes and realities. And like, I sort of keep it all in check. Now I think with him gone, like you might try to see like a power struggle where they're like time for me to blow up this reality. Well, and I mean, Kang is Nathaniel Richards. Like he is Reed Richards, kid. Yeah. Which or is why like I think grand, it might be more great, of a fantastic great, four story. Great, great, great grandson. God, dude, they need to bring a fantastic four. Like we need like, I understand the Avengers, yada, 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 but like, get away from them. I don't know what's going to happen after this. Like, I know everyone, oh, what's going to happen after Thanos? I'm like, it's going to keep going. But after whatever they're building to with this, whether it's Kang or Galactus for their final villain, I don't know where they could go after this. Like, I don't want to see Annihilus. I don't want to see anything else post this. I'm like, me when I'm 60 years old. Okay, son, we have to watch all 152 Marvel movies before we get to see Fantastic 16 and see how Reed Richards' fifth grandson is able to get the power of the sun in the palm of his hand. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you can't watch this because you have to watch all 50 Marvel Disney Plus shows and then all 100 <laughs> Marvel movies. Like, there's a it's becoming it's a little too much content. It's all a machine, partner. And now with this movie, it's like, oh, well, have you seen all the Fox X Men movies? Have you seen all the Fox Fantastic Four movies? Have you seen all the Sony Spider Man movies? Because if you haven't, go watch them. This this might be a movie we need to take Dad to. Oh, he would have no idea what the hell is going on. No, but as I mean, like, okay, we have to go see it. And if the X Men are f- predominantly featured, we're gonna have to take them. I don't think the X-Men will be predominantly featured. No, I wish. They need to. I don't know why they're waiting. Yeah. I don't even know if Dad would like the Marvel X-Men if they... We'd have to see. Yeah. Dad holds the X-Men very near and dear to him for God knows what reason. (laughs) The X-Men, yeah. I like the X-Men. Let's go. I'm glad you'd like them, Dad. Yeah. But... It's yeah, I, I'm concerned about this, but we went on. We weren't going to talk about anything else major here, but like, yeah, Doctor Strange 2, I have major concerns for because there's reshot so much movie so close to the release date here. Yeah, um, and it was supposed to come out like a week ago. I think the movie was supposed to come out a week ago today. Probably. Maybe so, uh, Kevin, maybe Kevin Feige's El Rata Alada. Oh, God, Kevin Feige probably is like the is living like the most stressful life right now. I don't know. Yeah. He's going to oversee like 50 million projects and one Bro. person does the wrong thing and he's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then there's DC who literally cannot put out, like cannot cohesively put out like more than one movie. No. Dude. No. Oh, this is what I was going to talk about. Morbius is eaten a pile of rocks dude holy crap i could have told you from the first year that movie was gonna suck i was like this looks so dumb yeah morbius isn't doing that's i'm not gonna watch it i just don't want to spend my money on it no 
honestly, I don't even know when I'm going to see Doctor Strange 2. Like, I'm definitely not going to go opening weekend because I want to see if it's like, is it worth it? Like, I'm I'm definitely going to see it opening night, like Thursday night with my buddy. Um, But we've seen all the Marvel movies together. And I think this is one of those ones where I don't want to get it like more spoiled than what it already is for me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I really care enough about it to get like because like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I'm definitely way more partial to DC than I am to Marvel because like growing up as a kid, like I loved Batman so much. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I I couldn't tell you which one I was more partial to because I had a Superman action figure. My first comic book was Spider Man, so I'm definitely more partial to DC than I am to Marvel. I mean, I don't know. Nowadays, like I, uh, I get more excited for DC stuff than I do with Marvel. Minus Moon Knight, I like. I we gave it so much praise. Like Moon Knight, I keep forgetting. Ten out of ten episode, but like, I don't know, dude. Who knows? Post the Flash, if this will even be good, because Ezra <laughs> Miller is gonna get recast because he's punching people in Hawaii, taking the <laughs> karaoke mic, like. <laughs> singing away dude did you hear he also like he like was he broke into he's like this couple's hotel room stole their wallets passports identification and money and told them i'm going to kill you i didn't hear that yeah no that just came out recently i on it like we're laughing like we probably shouldn't be laughing because this dude clearly needs help like this dude needs help but like a story about you punching people and Hawaii in a bar is kind of funny, but like this dude, he needs help. And yeah, he's he going bananas. He wasn't even my first, he would not be my first in, in like the top 10 people out of cast as the Flash. But, um, I, I didn't, I didn't mind him in Zack Snyder's Justice, in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I didn't either, but like I feel, I don't know, Grant Gustin does a really good job in the Flash TV show. You can maybe bring. Ah, see, I don't know. Grant Gustin seems like such a TV Flash actor to me. Yeah, I think I've seen him too much as the TV Flash. For like, also CW Flash just kind of munches now. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's not that good anymore. Like I, they've made so much of it, and like it's just so confusing to follow. And I'm not ripping on it, but it's also like you need to know when to end it. Yeah, no, because like it's like Arrow too, like. The first like two seasons of The Flash were freaking great, mm-hmm. absolutely great. Season three was like all right. Season four, I didn't, I don't think I watched because like I was like, this is so dumb now. Like Arrow, I remember in high school, you and I would sit in the basement and watch like we would binge Arrow like season one and season two, and like I don't know when we stopped watching it. Might have been like season three or season four, but. Yeah, I, I just remember watching it one day and it was on TV and I just like started watching it and then you watched it and then some other people started watching it and then it just became a whole thing. Like a bunch of people in our high school started watching Arrow just for some yeah. reason. And because oh, yeah, Cole was into it too and I think Matt was and I I don't know how everyone got like hooked on Arrow, but Arrow is a good show and then it kind of went in its lull patch. But then like the last two seasons of the show were like pretty fucking solid. So really the last two seasons? Yeah, there were parts of it that were like really interesting. Like I still ca- I still keep up with these shows and everything. Like The Flash, they just did this is 2 years ago. Now they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, but and the big thing with Crisis on Infinite Earths is The Flash 
saves the entire multiverse because he runs like super fast and he's able to preserve everything that happens. And the whole thing was that the flash vanishes in crisis, but it turns out it wasn't even Grant Gustin's flash. It was, um, I don't know. The old flash from the 1970s. I don't remember what the Jake Eric. No, the guy. Yeah. The guy who played the flash in the original TV show. Yeah. But it, it was his Barry Allen that did it. Not Jake Eric. Oh. He, he, he played Barry Allen like in the 1970s show. Yeah, yeah. I think he isn't he. Oh no, he's not Jay in that Flash's universe. He's his dad. Yeah, it's it's a whole complicated mess, but it's like Doctor Strange too. <laughs> I'm kind of like here for this chaos that's going on with all these movies. I don't. I mean, I like. I don't. I feel bad when like when stuff does badly and doesn't make money because like I mean we were kind of ripping on Morbius, but like I just feel bad for like the crews. Like Jared Leto. We'll be fine. He has so much money. I just feel bad for like the crew and stuff because like that's their money that they're losing out on. I'm just imagining because like they're being worked like dogs. <laughs> like like they have to be. I feel like every day they wake up and they're like, all right, did you get these these visual effects down? Like, are you still working on this? And it's like, no, we didn't I don't want to animate Toby Maguire's dick anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just I think they were still doing visual effects for I think I saw this like it was the Avengers. It might have been Infinity War. They were still doing visual effects the week up until the movie came out. Oh, my God. That, so, I mean, like, that's crazy because that movie, dude, <sighs> that movie doesn't look bad at all. So, no. God, dude, everything like before Endgame. It was, I was so hyped and I was so in. And then everything after Endgame, I'm like, I could not give two craps. No, I know. That's why I just say it should have taken a break. But I mean, Moon Knight, I keep bringing back to Moon Knight, is gas. Like, it's something that, like, revitalized, like, my interest in Marvel. Yeah. Moon Knight really revitalized my interest in just this. And I know it's only six episodes, but I think it's going to be a great six episodes. It's a new character. But who knows? It's it's an interesting time. Um, oh, and I guess we can mention it here briefly because you wanted to talk about it. The Kenobi show pushed back oh, only yeah. two days. It, it got pushed back only two days from its release date from May 25th to May 27th. And instead of one episode now, it's two episodes airing. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it goes back to that Wednesday. Wednesday release. And so technically we have three episodes within a week. That's kind of hype. I wish it was on Fridays, though. I do, too. I really wish it stuck to Fridays. I would love to watch it on a Friday instead of a Wednesday. Bro, but bro, Wednesday's the new Friday. Shut up. Well, I'm thinking because I think like we'll be back from our trip at that point in time. Then like I think I might just stay up and watch the first two episodes of Kenobi and like when they come out. No, it, Which no, will... no, no. They release on the 27th. Yeah, we no, I know. Early. Well, yeah, we'll be get, we'll be back like the 25th brother this is we this isn't really like necessary on the pod but like no we don't talk about that later but so we'll be back by the time it comes out but that being said um i i'm gonna stay up and watch them when they come out at midnight isn't it coming out like 2 a.m here or 1 a.m here though okay i'll stay up till 1 a.m yeah what else i'm more of a true fan than you i have a wedding Hey, I've I've stayed up for more midnight premieres than you. True fan. I'm gonna pull you through that computer screen. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my foot up your ass. Oh yeah, I remember seeing. I remember seeing the 
opening for Mando because I had to do, I only remember because I was playing cyber attack on modern warfare so late. And then I was like, shit, I still have to do homework for my women's and gender studies class. And then I did that. And then at that point I was like, Oh damn, it's a Tuesday right now. And Disney plus is like officially live. It's like, I'm already up. I might as well just watch the Mandalorian. And I saw, I was watching. I was like, damn, this episode's really good, but I was really tired. And then I saw baby Yoda and I was like, did that just happen? And I went to bed and like, I was like, woke up and I had to like, look at it again. So I was like, I feel like that wasn't real. Real. <laughs> But anyways, who knows? There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There's too much to talk about. Yeah, Attack on Titan ends here on Sunday. I might. I have my Uncharted notes all written out now. I want to get that recorded. Maybe I'll get that recorded here tomorrow. I also want to write something for Attack on Titan. The peakest of fiction of any television show big anime guy oh attack on titan is attack on peak it's such a good show i'm already gonna title the episode that i if i record one it's gonna be attack on titan is peak fiction so sick i'm gonna um i'm such a weeb no yeah i don't know i, don't, I might i gotta watch the winning time the rise of the lakers dynasty I heard something about that. You okay if I tell you about it? Is it good or bad? I don't want to waste my time. No, I've heard it's good. I heard something that happens in the show, though. That's insane. Well, I mean, it's history. What is Magic Johnson test positive for HIV? Is that the crazy thing? It's about John C. Riley's character. Oh, Jerry Buss? I heard something. I I was listening to a podcast just while I was making breakfast one day. I do want to see this this show though, because I heard about it and they're talking about like, dude, it's insane the shit that they're getting away with like back in the day. So like in the show, apparently at some point, John C. Riley's character Jerry Buss, he's sitting at a restaurant with his daughter and they're getting dinner, and this waitress comes by or this lady comes by and she sits down next to him and John C. Riley's character, his hands make it down south. While his daughter's at the dinner table. No, dur- this is during way. the show. Oh and my. I heard that and I was like, no shot. So I'm, I'm interested now. Cause I'm like, okay, this sounds like a, like, cause I thought it was just going to be sort of a, like just a rock TV show. <laughs> That's the mental image I create. Or it's like, it might just be like some like magic Johnson, like, Oh, this happened. This happened. But yeah, no, it looks, I, it looks like, a, I mean, like, it's like, it's more like, I, I thought of it more in the same vein as, um, the last dance. I kind of did too. So I guess, I don't know. Maybe I will. I guess I will watch it. It. I've, I've heard a lot of great things from it though. So I'm excited. Shoot. Maybe we should start reviewing that too. Oh gosh. We got a lot of things that we got to talk about. Yeah. I dude. I wish we had this podcast running when the last dance was coming out. <laughs> I didn't watch till like a year after it came out. I know you didn't watch it. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. You're like, oh, I'll watch it when I watch it. It was fun when we watched it in Turks and Caicos. That was a blast. Like, like at the end of the day, we're just watching Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Go nuts and fly to Vegas for three days. Oh my God. That was insane. They make a show about that. Now they have, um, a Tom Brady one. It's called man in the arena produced mm-hmm. by under armor. I've watched some of it because Caleb watches it. 
sucks. It's terrible. They like don't have any of his teammates on. They the only people that like I've seen them interview is Tom, his wife Giselle, and his sisters. And like there's a part in like the like where Tom goes down with an injury. And it cuts to Tom's sisters and they're like, we were so scared. We didn't know how Tom was going to feel. We were so nervous about like what was going to happen and how he was going to be off the field. And I was like, I don't care. I want to see how his players were reacting. I'm sorry, but like, I get that he's your brother, but this is a football documentary. I want to see the mentality (laughs) of like how the Patriots organization reacted to Tom Brady, like getting injured during the season and how they were going to overcome that. I don't care about the Brady family. Like I want to see the Patriots, Tom Brady, like it's, it's just a poorly made documentary in my opinion. The le- Cause I think Michael Jordan's the last dance came out and they were like, Oh, we need to make one of the football goat. Now we need to do one with Tom Brady. And they and rush. It's, it's just, it's just rushed. It's like a quick, like it's trying to catch. It's like, it's like a flash in a pan. Like they're trying to, ca- Oh, we, we got to catch that. This is the hot train. Like, no, take your time. It, like interview Bill Belichick. I can't believe they did a Tom Brady interview without Bill Belichick in it. Yeah. In my opinion, I think because Tom's already unretired now. Oh my they God. Should have made, they should have made this show, this man in the arena show like 10 years from now, like when Tom was like officially retired and like you can come back to it. Cause I would have much rather watched that. Cause like the Michael Jordan one was phenomenal. I'll tell you what, if you want a good, like if you really want to watch a good sports documentary, I watched the Conor McGregor one in, I really liked that one a lot. I like watch. that one. Have you seen that? No. It's called Notorious. I liked it. It was really interesting. It's really watch, cool. I gotta watch Genius. What's that one? I'm gonna I'm gonna type it out. Look in the chat. It's spelled like this. And you guess who it's about. Oh, yeah. Kanye West, baby. That's literally the documentary genius. It's a three-part documentary. I want to see if how well that's rated because it looks really it? good though too. Genius. Oh, it's got an eighty-six on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety-one percent people like it. Maybe we should watch that. It looks really good. I've watched the trailer for it, and it actually looks really engaging. See, I'm of the mindset though. Like, I don't want to see documentaries on people still alive. Or like still like do it like I like the Michael Jordan one because like he's not playing done. Like the thing is yeah. with Kanye West, like you can't really make an accurate like you're not gonna make like a really great documentary on him until he's gone. Like because this man is gonna be doing stuff forever. I want to see a documentary of him after Pete said, "I'm in bed with your wife." Find God, dude. The fact that Pete said, "Kanye, where are you right now?" Pete in bed with your wife. Oh, big dick Pete. <laughs> ah, pizza, Pete's something. I it, I shouldn't care about the drama, but I'm so invested just to tune into it every once in a while. Bro, Pete Davidson is not going to space. <laughs> I don't think he wants to go to space anymore. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, he was. He was going to go up on Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin. I don't care about Jeff. Yeah, that guy's a that guy's got a lot of money. Yeah, too much money. If you tell too me, much. yeah, too much. All righty, I got that's it. the episode. We've been chatting forever. We talked about a lot, a lot more than I thought we were going to talk about. Well, yeah, we went on that whole Doctor Strange tangent. 
Yeah, and then documentaries. <laughs> Alrighty, well, uh, I guess if they liked it, Will, what, where can they find us? Uh, yeah, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Legionnaire. Uh, rate us on either of those. Um, if you have a question you want to shoot us, or if you want to talk to us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Legionnaire Pod. Uh, email legionairepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions um, but yeah give us a rating share the episode with someone who you think would like it one person uh, maximum and also minimum the max that you can share it with is one person and the minimum you can share is with one person yeah just do it you only get one person you only get yeah. one plus one for this episode I want my phone call <laughs> but um, yeah I guess with that I'll let Kel send us away We are Legion.